Many fandoms. All of it. Well, another crazy week in the KMS world. Sneakers went into the studio. I think underwhelming is the word that comes to mind. We are going to get to all of that in this edition of Minifandom. I'm, of course, your beloved host, Manners from Down Under, one of Kirk's good friends. And I'm joined by a debutante, one of the Minna ladies who's not too good for this show, unlike Julie, who um, who didn't turn her nose up at the invitation. Welcome, Joe, to Minifandom. Joe, hi. Thank you so much. So uh, you just sort of... Um, you came into the Minifan world, I would say, in not a way you would probably like the fact that, you know, uh, you came to prominence after WAG and I think licked your cheek um, at yeah. Portland. So, um, look, people have come into the Minifan world in different ways. Um, welcome. Um, uh, you know, ha- was that your first Minifan event? It was. It was the first live show that I've been to. Um, been listening I've been listening probably for a solid year and a half to all the shows, but my husband, he's been listening to Kirk since the EEI days, since even before then. And once just hearing him laugh when he was listening to it, you know, in the shower or wherever he was, you know, um, I just wanted it on the joke. So, um, just slowly been learning all the things and listening to, uh, like the KMS history podcast and catching up on some of the good classic episodes too. It's been really fun. Wow. So you got into the show because you know, you heard your husband was like, so into it. You wanted to join him. That's very sweet. Yeah. And you've listened to a lot of the old episodes Whereabouts, sort of, you know, did you listen to much of the Steve era or have you been on color name? I've most I've been listening religiously since Cullinane, um, but I've definitely heard some of the good Steve episodes like Red Snappergate and the whole, um, as I like to call him, Steve Red Robinson episode <laughs> for the whole burgers and brews and um, the tennis, just a bunch of those those sorts of ones and a couple other random older shows. So massive fan of the show. Yeah. And so you didn't know Kirk when he was on the radio at all? Um, no, I, I hadn't listened to him then. Dante did, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't really listening then. I definitely wasn't in on the jokes. So <laughs> I kind of missed half the content. Like I was, could listen to the sports stuff, but um, the rest of it, I just didn't get what all the references were. And so what's it like then, I guess, because, you know, we've had all types of Minna fans on this show. We've had the ones that have been rusted on since the EI days. Then we've had the, the Mincells, the ones that came on later when Kirk went to Barstool. And then, you mm-hmm. know, we've had you know, people like Alice Shattuck who just started listening. But, you know, w- when you come into it, you know, how hard is it to kind of get up to speed with it? I think it just depends on uh, how much time you want to dedicate to listening to episodes and um, how deep you want to get into them as far as, unlike Montante, I do listen to episodes two or three times each because usually I'm not just laying around listening to the episode intensely. I'm usually doing something, so I want to make sure that I didn't 
miss any little things that are going to come up in, in later episodes, but also just been kind of ravenous, ravenously, um, consuming other content like your show and, um, Thank you. and et cetera, just, you know, learning more about the show. And I like hearing from the men of fans and what's going on in the world and, um, just getting to know people better. So that's been a lot of fun. There's some really good content on the KMS Network YouTube channel. Now, of course, mm-hmm. that's died now. But if you go back, Kirk did a full tour where he went on pretty much every show. So I interviewed him for an hour and a half. That interview is actually on this podcast feed. If you go right back mm-hmm. to the beginning, it was, you know, I would say probably the best interview Kirk's ever done about his career. Um, I'm not being modest, but it's the sort of, um, you know, like an end to <laughs> sort of look at his career. I don't think there's anything better. But he went on every show on the YouTube. He went on Mayo's. He, he went on with Steve from Providence and Tim in Canton. Like, mm-hmm. go, dive into the KMS network. Um, there's a little okay. show called Men is Live that um, was broadcast live twice a week during COVID lockdowns. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and then I guess, what do you like about Kirk? Um, for, example, like Julie, Julie's obviously, for example, Julie's obviously really, really attracted to him <laughs> and that's why she likes him. <laughs> I think he's super talented and probably the best broadcaster in American history. Um, well, the most I think he's late. so good at just like, he's like picking a- up little subtleties and then just delving in and figuring out what it is that people don't want to talk about. And then just sort of blowing that up into it's sort of like a therapy session listening to him sometimes. And um, I appreciate that he's so open about his mental health. Um, definitely something that I have struggled with. And just knowing that somebody who is there and is, is doing all this is also doing the work on that side is pretty important too. You should message him and tell him that you should message him and tell him that send him a DM. Yeah, it is. It's important being able to, you know, see someone else that's gone through things and, Mm. um, you know, who's still willing to joke about it and, and laugh about it and be okay with wherever it is that you are. So that's important too. Yeah, he's um, a little happier now. I think he's very, he's a lot funnier than he used to be. He's, um, he is, which is, I think, why I think some of the quote unquote haters, you know, sneakers, et cetera, probably don't listen as much as they used to just because they liked the old Kirk that was a little bit more bitter, that wasn't quite as adjusted as I think he is now. Um, or, you know, wherever it is that he is now is just a little bit different space. And I think some people just aren't ready for that and that's okay, but it is different. I think also, you know, Kirk's intelligence and I, you know, I hate to say this cause you know, I give him so much shit, but um, you know, he's a very smart cookie. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. comes through on the show a lot. Um, you know, ironically, you know, most of the people that listen to his show are dummies. Um, so maybe he just seems smarter. But, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that just makes him so brilliant is he's smart enough mm-hmm. to just do everything on the fly. Like, Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. He can definitely pick up on on all the little subtleties of things and, and bring those out. So, 
And what about He's guests? Interviewer. What about guests that he has on? So Blind Mike guy, you know, who do you like in the third oh, I chair? Love, I, I love Blind Mike. Um, I think Blind Mike is fantastic. So definitely I've been listening to his show. Um, subscribe to blindmike.net. Um, so you listen to Blind Mike Project? I do. I do. Right the way that. through? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm sure Montante would be surprised. But um, it's, it's a fine yeah. show. I can just never get through a whole Blind Mike project. Mm. So you're not listening to it two or three times? Definitely not. I will listen to the first like 20 minutes because I like Craig and Mike, but I'm just not mm. really interested in the stuff they talk about. Um, yeah, I I like his um, his other shows though too, like the um, I Love Lucy um, episode that he did about Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Like that was all really interesting to me, learning about the history of different comics. And is that why um, you're laughing? Yes, yes, that's why. From why are you laughing? I think that's probably my favorite one because Craig is kind of. I don't know. I feel like Blind Mike deserves better than Craig, but that's what he's got. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've got. Well, I, I, I wanted to talk. He's about, all right at pulling the clips, but you know, he just doesn't contribute as much as you know, Colinine does on Kirk's show. Wow. So maybe we're spoiled. I don't know. Well, when, you, when you, you're throwing Craig, when you're throwing shade on Craig by using Colinine, that is just about the ultimate insult you can ever. <laughs> use on anyone but uh, did you listen to when kirk was on with blind mike and why are you laughing and they did the um dennis miller episode i have not heard that one yet it's on my my to-do list okay but so, i haven't gotten to that one because i've always when i listen i gotta listen without the kids around and sometimes i right. can time it so i can listen at work or whatever but um there's just not enough hours in the day sometimes but it is definitely on my my to do list. You don't or worry. To lesson list, yeah. Mike's not listening to this, so you don't have to defend yourself. Um, <laughs> what I would say is, when you listen to it, and you know your comment about Craig, when you've got Kirk there with Mike to actually add something to the conversation about Dennis mm-hmm. Miller, you actually see the potential for why you're laughing. And I've actually stopped listening to why you're laughing, not because I, I think it's a bad show, but it kind of frustrates me because I think it. It needs somebody to kind of take the listener on the journey with Blind Mike, like someone more than Craig. And that's no slight on Craig. Like, you know, it's Mike's right. show. He Mike just needs a better foil. Yes. Or just, yeah. Like, like someone Mike is I think to needs, Kirk when he's in. Like, I actually think Why You Laughing needs a bit more sort of information about these people. Like, I know Blind Mike does a lot of research, but it would be good to have a co-host who might have some detailed notes to add a bit more meat to these episodes. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway. Right. There was more of a co-host than an assistant. And what, what about other people that go in with um, Kirk? You know, are you a, a Montante person, a, a Julie fan? I do. I do like Montante. I do have to say Julie in person was very nice. Really? Um, she really was. No, that's um, nice. Was the the first time that she was on the show, I liked her right away because it was clear that that she did listen to the show. Because mm. sometimes when other people have been on, it's kind of like they're they are just on because they want the clout. They just want somebody to hear the voice. Like who examples? Um, uh, like Max, maybe. Yes, definitely. He's a clout chaser. Yeah, and that just gets old really really fast. Yeah. 
but um i also i like uh like wriggles and um Same. you know i i know people didn't really get to hear him that much but i did really enjoy of recent people that he's had on sometimes just people who are real fans who actually listen to the show um like um the beer stud i thought that he was pretty good and i i liked his game and all of that all that too i thought was was good i like when people bring a game um yep Uh, and the calls and stuff too so so so, so, i'm kind of sick of rico's calls a little bit but that's okay we all are i'm I'm the only (laughs) one with the fucking balls to say it everybody too scared for some reason maybe because rico like you know go after their wives or something so right well i mean i like it if he just kind of narrowed it down to the, like what his best bit was for that show that'd be good but when it's like multiple ones and he kind of just wanders off the rails a little bit it mm. just i don't know it's nice it to hear be better. it's nice to hear that about julie because i've heard lots of bad things about her so it's nice to hear some balance and i'm sure she's not yeah. that bad you know i've said some things on this no. show that um you know, I probably stand by, but yeah, I don't. I don't particularly like her attitude. Um, do, I, I ask everybody. I'll just get that out of the way. Lynn or cheeks? Just Lynn or cheeks? Cheeks. Oh wow! Okay. Seems, yeah. Seems to be like eighty percent cheeks, twenty percent Lynn. I think so. I really think that she's got some issues, and obviously she's got some abandonment issues, and they kind of gets taken up by her kids and they end up taking the, you know, whatever. Hmm. Um, so, all right. She's got some, some problems, maybe some borderline personality or something. Oh, definitely. She needs some help. They all do. Yeah. Every minifan does. Um. <laughs> and I'm not throwing stones about, you know, mental health, but you know, no, you can, it's fine. Everybody's got their, yeah. their issues. So, it was sad news this week that Kirk said a Minifan took their life. Like that was like, you know, jarring and Yeah. Ironically, and that's the second person mm. like in in that I've that I know of this week. This week. This week. Wow. Yeah. It was two days two days in a row. And that's that's rough. I heard that, that Minifan actually the last episode they listened to was the Mayo episode. Sorry. <laughs> That was the last episode that he heard. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. Poor Andy. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. But ironically, the night before that, Kirk tweeted that out. Somehow, mm-hmm. Mayo would you know were joking with each other, and our joke culminated in us saying that if we did a minifan group suicide, we could probably get fifty people to join us. And that's how dark our our DMs are between Mayo and yeah. I. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you like though all the minifans going in? Because I think it's been great. Like that doesn't I matter. Do. I do. I like it when there's, um, especially when Mike is in there, mm. because all his because he can. If it's a person who's not particularly chatty, then he has more to say. And if not, he's happy to just sit back and and let that person shine and have their moment with Kirk and, you know, do the chatting. And my favorite part about blind Mike is just the little, the little comments that he throws in. And sometimes I don't hear him the first time through. And so that's another reason 
that I listen again so I don't miss it. Um, just this little, little snappy little side things that sometimes nobody even seems to hear or react to. But I think that's the funniest thing. I love hearing him laugh at himself. He's got very, very good timing. He just waits for a little gap and he'll just fill that sort of air with a, a little witticism mm-hmm. or a little comment. And yeah, I agree. And that's why I can listen to every show twice just for little things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the, uh, the guy that he had on today, what's his name? Bird, the bird man. Um, yeah, I like, I like learning about people. I just think it's really interesting. And seeing what, what are they into? Why are they, you know, why do they listen to the show? I just think people are fascinating. So that's great. It's like a big family Kirk's creating. Like we've got all these weird characters that were brought in, like, you know, mm-hmm. with the next, at a live show, you know, if I run into any of these characters, it's going to be fun. Actually, um, bird guy says we met outside Wilbur. I asked him to join us tonight, but he's got a big day birding tomorrow. Um, oh, that's but he true. says we met outside the, um, the Wilbur. So anyway, all right. Well, did he say whether he's going to be at Plymouth? I didn't know. Joe, if I, if he'd come on, I would have asked him, are you going to be at Plymouth? I am. I am really, really looking forward to it. Great. Um, yeah, it's a good follow-up to, to Portland. And there's a lot of people that I'm, that I've now met on Twitter that I'm excited to be able to meet in person again. And, um, gotten to know some other people better since then and um yes, how was Poland? i think it'll be fun it was great i had we had so much fun we yeah. really did um the city is great and the people were really nice it was just it was fun knowing that there were some people that i knew of ahead of time and then other people that i just met fresh so like meeting nipples and his wife they were awesome i had a great time with them just just very kind and um, warm and welcoming. And so that just, you know, put me at ease right away and um, started talking to a bunch of other people. And it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. And then we did um, the VIP on, you know, the night of the show and talk to Kirk, to yeah. Kirk again. Warm yeah. feeling when the Minna fans get together. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I do. And, you know, we might not believe in at all the same things or might be on totally different ends of the political spectrum. And it really just doesn't matter. I know. Well, it's just a bit, it's just a thing. But it it, it just doesn't even matter. Um, Thankfully for, for my sake, I guess I didn't hear um, some of the other things that he said later because apparently he didn't realize that my husband was my husband mm-hmm. and actually said some pretty awful things to him about some of his intentions. And so immediately we got out of there. McFuss daddy was there, which we'd been all chatting outside, which he, super nice dude really like liked him. And he had one of his buddies there with him too. Um, they were very nice. Anyway, so we all just sort of walked walked off in a group right after that and um, ended the night before anything happened, and he ended up flattened out on the street, which now I kind of wish, on the other hand, maybe that I'd flattened him out myself, but I really wanted to go to the show the next night and not be in jail. So, Oh, that's a shame, but it sounds like um, it didn't spoil the weekends. 
no, no, I'm not going to let a loser like that, just a piece of utter slime garbage, ruin it. Had a great time. Everyone else was great. So Yes. Was Pat okay? Because I've heard stuff about him. Yeah. I think it's checking. Um, all right. Yeah, he was nice. Well, that he was good. Good. All right. Well, that was that was a joke. <laughs> I don't know if he's great. Um, yeah, I we didn't really we didn't really talk that much. I know that I I saw him there, but we didn't. I don't think, did, I think, really I think he was have, all have over Lauren. I think Pat was all over Lauren. Um, all right. So look, uh, that was like listeners. That was like the getting to know the Joe segment. Um, now taking care of business the Chris Clemmer tribute segment. Uh, there's a lot of fallout from the last show. So acronym guy came on. I would say, did you listen to the last minute fandom? Yes. I would say acronym guy was fine. He was a little bit nervous. I thought he was fine. I really do. I really think that he was fine. And there's been a lot of criticism saying that he was too chatty, but honestly, I don't, I mean, I think Montante talked a lot more than he did. And yeah. So like, I don't know. I didn't think he was bad. No, I like him. He's always welcome back. He was nervous, and it's a big. Sp- I underestimate what a big spot it is coming on Minna Fandom. Like it, it's <laughs> nervous going on KMS, but it's also really nerve wracking for people to come on this show. And um, mm-hmm. so I think he did great. He's always welcome back. Color name was really upset, mainly by what Montante said about. Jack Cullinane. I don't know if you heard on the latest show, but um, yeah, it seemed to really stick with Cullinane that we laid into Jack Cullinane. Thoughts? Well, it's that's personal, you know. If he's just feels very strongly about it, and I don't know, just because I wouldn't make the same choice, I can definitely see why somebody might. Yes, but it's a bit I don't disrespectful. Know. I guess it's just yeah, it's just one of those things that. It's not really anybody else's business. They're free to have an opinion, but. but this, okay. But I think that this, this show is all about but there's that a lot stuff. of, right. The show is all about that stuff. This, and as people Tim, take things personally and uh, you, you've got to have a thicker skin. As Tim Ridgels often says, like this show is about learning things about people that you shouldn't really know and stuff That's like that. That's probably facts. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Kirk's, Kirk's all about that. So. <laughs> But yeah, Montante did really seem to trigger Dave Cullinane. Um, what else? Oh, they also um, Kirk accused my take of Julie as being fake, but it's not yeah. fake. I don't like her. I know you really don't like her, but was the reaction maybe just slightly exaggerated? Okay. Once you got worked up, okay, maybe she's not a whore. I don't know. Um, but I just, I just don't, I really hate that attitude, that better than attitude. I hate. Yeah, that's really annoying. And, and It's really annoying. And also she talks over other people when they're their third chair. Mm. I, I think she's interesting. I like her on the show, but I also would not want to be third chair to Julie. And I've seen this before and this is no... No criticism because I get it, but you get a whiff of attention, you get a whiff of attention, and then you just all of a sudden the ego starts to get fed, and you know we've got this sort of monster now 
that Julie's become. Like she, you know, if you go back when she first went on the show, I thought she mm-hmm. was nice and it, she did a good first couple of shows. And, you know, I'm the one that's trying to bl- break the glass ceiling. I mean, I don't know. You probably only came in in the last <laughs> year and a half, but I've been saying, you know, peace up, girl. I'm, you know, I'm here for the ladies. Like I've been saying to Kirk for a long time that, you know, he needs to bring more women into the show. And I don't want to be one of those people that, you know, when you bring in a, w- a woman, they just get attacked. Um, it, it's not about that. It's just I think she's just let it get to her head a bit. And I mean, he did say on today's show, he did once again say that she's the number one lady men of fame. And I don't know. She's the, the one that everybody's talking about right now. We're talking about her right now. So I think that kind of boosts her a little bit more as well. But I am looking forward to hearing her um, and Cullinane on the real estate. But what, 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 um, what do you think the criteria should be for the number one minute lady? Like she's the only one that goes in there. So regularly. So, um, so she gets but I think, But she also doesn't talk to any of the other Minifans, the Minna ladies, like we're not, she's not on Twitter. Well, she which is, is she's where, too good for us. But she's on Twitter. But she she's doesn't, group but she doesn't talk to anybody. The, but the she's group looking. chat is just separate. Yeah, on right, Twitter. So, so she's on Twitter, but she's too good for us. So she right. doesn't interact. Yeah, that's fine. Right. If, I think if she interacted, that would be different because you have, you know, like Mama Kay and Lauren Lynn and. You know, but she's got her high-powered job in New York, and she looks at those, you know, little housewives in the sticks, and she thinks, "Oh, they're nice people," but you know, you know, they and can I just stay in there. There's their a corner. lot of untapped potential out here. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to sell it to me. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to yeah. come. I'm ready. I'm ready to, <laughs> you know, head up to Maine and settle down there. It's done. It's locked in. But um, I just don't think Julie thinks that way. Right. Yeah. I think she's just having fun with it. and so, so, so as a middle lady, what do you think the criteria should be for number one middle lady? Because I don't think it's who's good on the main show. I think it's who is like the leader of the fans. Like Tim in Canton, he doesn't go on the main show very often. He doesn't, you know, he does calls and stuff, but he, he doesn't go in like mm-hmm. Montante does. But he's still the number right. one, you know, I would say male minna fan. Right. Well, I mean, who else keeps track of the history the way? Exactly. So who the number one female, the way that he does. The number one yeah. female Mina fan, mm-hmm. you know, who is it? Probably someone as a, you know, Lauren Lynn, someone who unites the fans, who has a kind heart, you know, who has been there since the beginning, that kind of right. role model. I, I agree completely. One who um, helps just is warm and welcoming and, you know, helps people get acclimated to the world as it were. And yeah, she's funny. Kind she's of being tough. The nice, gentle. She is. Yeah. She's got it she all. She definitely is. She's got it all. Um, I would not want to go up against her. She might be tiny, but she's, she's mighty. But there's, there's lots so. of great contenders. I wouldn't put Julie mm-hmm. in that boat. Um, yeah. I think, I think Kirk knows that just winds up the Minifans when he says something like that. I think so too. But I think also that, well, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but the feeling that I get is that, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think the ladies are really trying to be competitive with each other. I think it's more like a, Hey, we're all part of this family and it's, it's cool. 
So well, that's Kirk just making a joke, saying women all get catty. Uh, yeah, because I, I I think that oh, I'm, it's the men. Holy moly! Well, like you're in the middle lady chat then. I I'm on, I'm just on Twitter. I haven't Are you been in the middle invited you haven't to been invited? any specific chats yet. I have not. because wow. I, I, I'm I'm not invited to any chats for some reason. Um, I am chat non grata, and the ones that I do get invited to, I don't want to be in. So it's it's a mm-hmm. lose lose at the moment. I don't know why. Uh, maybe people think I'm too toxic. I don't get it. But I'm not invited to any chats. But I do know that there's a a fairly a fervent minna lady chat. Um, yeah, I'm often maybe, maybe someday of just, I know, will earn my my place in I've the often, official minna lady chat. I've often dreamed of like being a fly in the wall in that chat for a couple of days and just hearing. <laughs> You know, Robinson's B and B talk about. I don't know. Anyway, look, I'm not even. What and what do you think that the? Uh, what do you think that the men and ladies chat about? Penises. <laughs> like Bruce Springsteen's penis. Yeah, maybe. I don't Monty know. What else? The only one of us that's seen it, so I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, was he proud of that? <laughs> he is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny, though. I mean, explain? really, if if I had that story, though, I mean, I'd be probably telling everybody, too, so. Yeah, you'd be in the middle lady chat telling everyone. Yeah, well. You can imagine Bruce is, like, in this gym and he sees Montante just, like, staring at his junk. And his <laughs> <junk>. Yeah. <laughs> um, last bit of TCB before we get into some show stuff. I need a co-host on Minna Fandom. I'm starting to get to the point where I'm going to put, I'm putting out a casting call. I'm looking for a sort of a regular second chair and then I'm going to, I want to rotate the third chair. Mm-hmm. Well, is a very good third chair and he can come on every few weeks, but he's in demand. There's no- he is. He is in demand. He's, he's in the car and he's calling people and lunching with mm. people. He's, he's a busy guy. So how long have you been listening to Mina Fandom for? I have been listening, hard to say. I would say probably probably at least the last year. Okay. So you probably know one stage I had um, a very large-breasted man as my co-host called Red, and yes. we would do a lot of shows <laughs> together. And we had a great time, and I liked having someone regular. We could just tee up a time and bang, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then we could ask other people on. So I'm I'm thinking Minna Fandom, if if you want to be the co-host, there isn't really. So anyone can apply. Anyone can apply out there. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to build. I I want to sort of build a a really strong rotation. I want to, you know, like Montante can do it every few weeks. If you say to me, look, I can't. If whoever whoever wants to apply, if you say to me you can't Mm -hmm. do every week, but you can commit every two weeks, we can make that work. But I, I need a strong co-host, you know, and I think Joe, as a you know, as a listener, you want some consistency, don't you? Yes, yeah, that is. It is nice to have consistency. Mm. That's for sure. Yeah. Somebody who's interesting, but also is willing to be the foil mm. when when you need maybe, an extra snarky maybe comment maybe or some additional. I think he'd be excellent. He when he was doing the uh, VIP at at Kirk's show in Portland. Yeah. He did a great job, I yeah. thought, doing doing the pre-show. Well, he's like yeah, like when yeah, maybe Tim Ridgell would be the 
the guy. Anyway, that's something to work on. You listen to that there. If you want to throw your name in the hat, send in a message. All right. Thank you. Yeah, everybody. All right. Now let's get into the show topics. Um, yeah, we've, we haven't even really got into the mate. Big show, Joe. We've got a lot to react to. Then we've got a stack of listener questions. Um, but I guess there's a few highlights this week. One of them was Kirk being arrested for drunk driving. I, no, sorry. Was it drunk driving or drug driving? Or I, I, I lost speeding. I lost, speeding. Sorry, I lost. Well, it was it was speeding because he got several tickets for speeding in Maine mm. and didn't realize that his license had been yeah. suspended. So it wasn't officially an arrest. He just got towed mm. and then had to go to uh, driver re-education, which I'm sure they throw, showed the uh, final destination videos where they show the logs coming through and show you all the pictures of people who didn't wear their seatbelts and classic things like that. And as usual, you know, Crazy Minute fan found out and tweeted it out. So, I mean... Well, yeah, that was that was pretty funny, um, but that led into our friend Sneakers going in there on Wednesday night. Now Sneakers sort of reached out to me, and he was, was sort of there was this sort of movement that I had to have Sneakers on Minna Fandom this weekend, mm-hmm. and I why would I have someone on a show where we go through, like this is a KMS reaction show where we go through topics in great detail. Sneaker says he doesn't like the show and he listens to five or 10 minutes of it. So I think it would be funny to get him in to do a review of um, the week. Um, So a show that he hasn't heard. Yeah. And he doesn't like, but but that's fine. Um, So I was sort of thinking, you know, I'm going to do a different thing with sneakers, maybe like a, more of an interview and um, as i tweeted out i'm going to call it the man behind the sneakers uh with manners and um you know him him and i can have a chat i mean i've said it before my relationship with sneakers is as follows we met before the wilbur he was fine came out from the wilbur afterwards and he was there and he was complaining about the show saying how bad it was you know, pissing and moaning about the singing and all this mm. stuff and i just thought i don't like this person I don't. I didn't think Sneakers is a bad person, like, but I don't like him. Like, that's not my. I love the show. You know, I came out of the mm-hmm. world by thinking I could see ten more of these, and he came out pissing him and he hated it. We're just at different ends of the spectrum, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that whole act. You know, you know the whole sort of stuff he does online where he says horrible things to people. You know, uh, but right. that's it. You know, Sneakers. Yeah, so why, I don't know. I don't know why I'd be desperate to have him on here when we're such at opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, right, but isn't that sort of what makes our our world what it is? Is having people that are are on different sides? Because obviously, there's something that's still tying him to the show. Otherwise, why would he keep listening to you even five ten minutes? Why would he even notice that mm. it was on at all and not just moved on to something else? There's obviously something in this world that interests him even if it is just trolling people or whatever it is. Yeah. I can't work out if know. he actually does listen to the show or he doesn't. Cause I'm sure this is to some episodes. I, I think that he secretly does listen mm. to the entire episodes. He's probably digging in and listening. He probably listens to your show. He's probably listening to every show, all the recap shows. 
and uh but he's welcome on here he's welcome on here i've i've said to him hopefully even next week um we can have a chat uh on minna fandom so on his performance in there so firstly he went in unlike all the other tough guys who who threw up every fucking lame excuse in the book um so mm-hmm. you know they've all lost credibility so good on sneakers he went in there and he sat toe-to-toe with kirk I did wearing his Kirk sweatshirt and everything. And so the first time I listened, I was a bit disappointed because I actually thought sneakers would have a bit more, like I thought there was a bit more substance to his hate. Uh, The only thing that there seemed to be substance was, was sneakers gets annoyed when Kirk mentions the Billy Tibbetts thing, because he did call Billy Tibbetts, but he didn't expect him to then threaten rape. That seems to be the, the right. point that really upset sneakers but yeah it seemed first you know sneakers just didn't have anything really genuine to hate the show about well and the other thing is too it sounds like whatever conversation it was that he had with kirk before the show that he already aired all of his grievances everything that we would have wanted to hear about on the show he just said oh i've already talked about it i don't want to talk about it anymore yeah and and Kirk was like, well, you're on the show now, so let's talk about it so everybody can hear. And um, he didn't want to talk about it. So the, mm-hmm. the first time I listened to it, I was disappointed because I thought there was more to sneakers. I thought there was, you know, more substance to the hate. And, and then when I accepted, okay, he just really loves the show or just loves to hate. Like, you know, he just – this is his outlet, whatever. I didn't – and then when I listened to it again, I actually really enjoyed it because I'm, you know, I wasn't disappointed. I, you know, I went in with mm-hmm. lower expectations and it was, it was a fun show. I mean, he's, you know, he's terrible on air sneakers, but he says it. he's a carpenter. He's, he's not an on air guy. No, no. And I mean, and later in the show, it was clear that he had, he had kind of relaxed. He'd gotten out whatever it was that he needed to get out. And um, it would have been nice to have had a little bit more of, of that angle of him i thought that was a lot more interesting than just the shut off no i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it i did love the notebook though the color-coded notebook i need to know more about what these colors exactly mean and how i want to see that he had some good lines um you know what was the last good show madawaska 2 um (laughs) (laughs) He went in there, he did his best, and in the end, I guess, Kirk has played the ultimate chess game and he's completely uh, destroyed that whole group now because all the pussies that didn't go in have been exposed and Sneakers went in and he's been exposed as actually someone that probably doesn't hate the show. Like, he was just annoyed about one thing, the Billy Tibbetts thing. That seemed Mm -hmm. to really got under his skin. And apart from that, he just likes to bust people's balls and that's it. Right. And that's, that's his, his part in the world. And he's, I don't want to say happy cause I'm not sure what makes him happy, but he seems content, content for that to be his, his position. So I really don't have a, I don't have a problem. Do, it. Do, do you think though, that's a fair call that, that, you would think there would be more substance to the hate. Like when he got into his oh, note, yeah. there really wasn't anything there. Like, oh, you were, you, you no. were, you were, you got sensitive on Discord four years ago. I mean, okay, great. Like that was right, but but that's it. Just one thing that you're still desperately bitter about. Well, mm. for something that you did, 
Exactly. Like he he's the one that started it, right? So yeah, I don't know. But it was eventful. I think good on Kirk for letting Sneakers have his time in the studio. Yeah, it was good. I um glad that it happened. Yep. I did think I was envisioning ahead of time that there would be more than one person in there. Um, aside from Mike, but obviously he doesn't hate the show, but you know, it was kind of imagining that there was going to be this group of, of people in there. And well, Snakers seemed annoyed about only that. Only one had the balls to show up. Snakers was like, where so. is everybody? Where are all the other tough guys on Twitter that back me up all mm-hmm. the time? And then when they have their chance, so even Snakers said it. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was disappointing that there weren't more. Mm. Any other thoughts from the week, Joe? Oh, um, do you have a notebook, Sneaker Snile, a, a color coded notebook? Yes. Oh, she's a little bit that's blue and yellow. <laughs> what are the colors mean? It's, um, oh, just I've got purple down here, um, for what my notes were, and then green in there are my little um, responses to those things, just in case. I like it. Yeah, any, anything you want to raise from the week? Um, oh, about the uh, Colonnade's real estate war that he's Ooh, trying yes. to start. Yes, I like this. So well, he mentioned this other podcast last week and then that podcast tweeted out the clip and now I think it's Byron and his co-host are coming on next week. Yes, I mean he he tagged Barstool altogether, and as if the whole conglomeration is coming down on his <laughs> his real estate podcast. I don't know who listens to real estate podcasts. I guess just realtors. Yeah, the realtors probably. I don't know. It doesn't sound that interesting, but um, I can't wait. I can't wait for them to get destroyed. Which sounds well, that doesn't sound very magnanimous of me but no um, no it's fair enough i I like the the real estate version of cullinate it's very funny like those videos are very funny that warden tweets out and i think you're right like i don't think byron has any idea what he's walking into like it could be complete fucking carnage on monday no i don't know if byron's going to come in you know with a sense of humor and there'll be some good laughs or he's getting- right. I don't know if he was playing it up for the video mm. and just trying to get some traction and some some views and whatnot. I don't know. Because I'm we, not sure what his angle is. Because we know from what happened with um, live event Lisa that Kirk is very protective of Dave Cullinane. So if if Byron goes to Cullinane, you know Kirk might get very upset and step in, and then then it'll go nuclear. What do you think that the uh, the Menifans are going to go after him? No, I just think it's like I, you, I think sometimes you know people like that sort of look for the attention and they see that someone from Barstool is uh, interested in them and they see the figures and they think now's our chance to grow our audience. But then the interaction doesn't go the way they want it to go and they don't look the way they want to look and then they get upset and they run away. Um, right. So, I mean, do they think that that this um, that Kirk's fans are going to start listening to their show? 
Is I, that what they're going to get out of this? Or I, are they just going to get views on well, Twitter I, I think or TikTok everything, or wherever? Everything. I think everything. Just grow the brand, grow their broke agent brand or whatever. But, uh, you know, if Kirk and Cullinane embarrass them, then they're, that's not the sort of publicity they're going to want. No, but they, you know, I guess. Hopefully it's good fun. Hopefully it's some good. Hopefully yeah. it's some good old fashioned ball busting and, um, you know, Cull- you know, I hope Cullinane gets smashed. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, now, okay. I am looking forward to it. I've got a question for you, Joe. Yes. And you can help me with this. Maybe I'm really dumb. Maybe I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, you'd be surprised. I'm not that smart. So Kirk was saying on Friday that I don't get the joke about Cullinane cancelling people. And actually Mike Montante was backing him up and saying that I've been broken since I appeared on the show about Tony Maserati. But Kirk was saying that I am missing the joke here with Dave Cullinane trying to cancel people. Now, I don't see any joke there. I see that there's some hypocrisy, like that Kirk and Cullinane are pointing out some hypocrisy in the system, but I don't see where the joke is when you're actually tweeting out clips hoping people get in trouble. Now, Joe, can you explain it to me, the joke I'm missing? I don't really think it's a joke per se because I don't don't think it's funny. I do think it's interesting. Mm. I do definitely think it's interesting um, because so many people are such huge hypocrites and it's just really obnoxious. So to see him called out, it's kind of nice to see. I don't know. I guess it feels a little like justice in a way, but on the other hand, I don't necessarily think everybody needs to be losing their jobs over it. And I don't think that that's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of just feels like a weird, a weird spot to be focusing on, I guess, is trying to get other people canceled. So you're kind of on my side on this. I mean, I guess, I guess I am a little bit. Um, especially after everything happened with Kirk and them trying to cancel him and how horrible that was that now we're just going to go out and try to cancel other people Mm. as a joke. Just doesn't seem as funny. Well, maybe there's a minifandom fandom listener out there that can give me the answer because I I, I would like to know the joke I'm missing because I like to laugh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I like, I'm, I'm a happy guy. So if there's a joke there, let's, you know, you know, help me find it. Um, I get the hypocrisy, you know, and all that stuff, but um, yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to talk about something Montante said. So Montante said, you know, he was talking about people that call him on the phone and he said, um, you know, I call him on the phone quite often. And um, I would say I definitely do because Montante is is a caller. He said he prefers people to call him. So I, I don't call many of my friends. Um, mm-hmm. you, but I decided, okay, Montante's calling. I'm going to try and call him every couple of weeks. You know, he's a regular second chair on Minifandom. He hosts Montante's world. So, you know, got show stuff to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I often give him a call when I'm in the car, usually on WhatsApp. And he's a good person to catch up with him. He always goes, hey, bloke. And I had to tell him, <laughs> no, what you do is, so in Australia, it's mate. Hey, mate. Um, but you, you yes. might, I might say to you, Montante is a good bloke, which means he's a good person. Montante is a good bloke, mm-hmm. but I don't say, Hey bloke. 
So I told him, it's like, hey, mate, that's what, you know, that's how you do it. So once we yep. got past that, um, but yeah. So what do you talk about when you call for hours? Well, we don't talk, we don't, we don't talk for hours. They're usually just um, little bits and pieces. Who are you having on your show this week? Do you want to come on Minna Fandom sometime? When are you doing with KMS? Oh, did you hear what Cullinane mm-hmm. said about you? He's a fuckwit. Um, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I imagine with all his hours on the road, it, it gets kind of dull without having some kind of personal interaction mm. the way that he is. But I might start calling more Minifans because I've got a lot of Minifan phone numbers. Just just start dialing up David from Hull, Tim in Canton, Ned Snark. Just why not? I mean, maybe we need a full list. We, I mean, we did get Montante's list. Mm. Of all the people that he's got phone numbers of, do you, who do you think has more phone numbers? Oh, definitely Montante. You or Montante. Definitely Montante. Absolutely. 100%. I've, I've got, I've had a lot of people on my show, but not many phone numbers. Mm-hmm. Like Lauren Lynn will not give me her phone number, despite me begging for it. She will just not give it to me. Um, <laughs> I got quite a few when I was in um, the Northeast last year, meeting up with people. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Friday was a really good show. So what did they have? Did they do a Monday show? I can't remember. Then they did the Wednesday night show with Sneakers, which was like a bizarre show. I don't I don't know if it was a good show, but, but because I like Minifan craziness, as I said, the first time, once I got over the disappointment of Sneakers, sort of lack of substance, and then just went to it, as like a you know wacky carnival ride i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but i thought friday's show was actually brilliant like it was it had everything you wanted it was yeah you had birdman who was great you had montante who was on fire kirk was in a good (laughs) mood it went long like it went almost you know well over two and a half hours it was a great show that's how you know it's going well when he's not getting antsy in a seat ready to ready to leave and cut it off short. I mean, it's nice when he's in a good mood. It's fun. So what did you say? Kind of. I just think it's fun when Kirk's in a good mood. Yeah, absolutely. And you always know it's going well when the show goes long. Yeah, no, that was a really good show. And uh, Jay called up and copped an absolute beating from Kirk. You know, when Jay was saying stuff about, you know, filming the car and everything, Kirk got really annoyed. It was a... Kirk got really savage, and then at the end of it, Jay goes, all right, see you in Plymouth. And Kirk goes, yep, all right, see you there. <laughs> I mean, that was the show. Like that, that Those sort of three minutes of audio sort of encapsulates the show perfectly. It does. It does, where you can get fired up, and then at the end of the day, they're all just part of one big mm. kind of fucked up family, and it's awesome. Um, Tim and Ken sending the horrible audio and I, look, I don't want to alarm the Minna fans, but I think, I think, you know, Timmy Canton was knocked around with whatever happened to him physically. So, you know, I think we just all got to give him a bit of leeway and, you know, he's still sort of getting back to full strength. So yeah, I think just, you know, I think it was a bit, Montante shouldn't have piled on the main show. We just got to be nice. You know, he's not the, no spring chicken anymore. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to relive some of the the earlier greatness and pile on that, but just give him some time. Mm. He'll be all right. Did you meet He'll Tim back. in the 
I did not. Although I am um, currently living in Ohio, and that's where Canton is, so I feel like great. I don't know. <laughs> How far is Ohio? But I'm sure that will Boston. It it is um, well. The flight oh. is really short. That's only an hour. Well, but you're, it's, you're in the Midwest, aren't you? Sorry, I'm, I am. Yeah, I'm I am in the Midwest. My friends lives in Ohio. Yeah, I live um, just south of of the border with Michigan. In fact, this this part of Ohio used to be Michigan, way way back in the day. Which other Mitter fans did you um, meet in um, Portland? Um, Riggles. He's in Iowa. Uh, Riggles. Yes, yes. We um, lots of people were asking us if we were that couple from um, Iowa, which. No. Oh, people get confused uh, between Iowa and Ohio. I just there's, did. I guess, too many vowels. Are they near <laughs> each other? Uh, I mean, they're both in the Midwest. Okay. They don't touch. So, so for me, they're near each other. Like, as an Australian, yeah. okay, they're near each other. But for, in America, probably, yeah. like, they're, what, 10 They don't, 10 they don't touch, but, you know, we've both got a lot of corn, so. Wow. What a claim. And... Yeah, Exciting. it's very, very I, fancy. I it's love flat. Corn. I actually do love corn. <laughs> so you met Tim Ridgewoods. Um, I met. I yes. had a great time with them last year and his lovely wife. Yeah, I, actually, I don't want to say. Um, sorry, and I want to say the sneakers. I want to say the sneakers. I know he respectfully declined from saying certain things on the main show the other day, out of I think respect. I don't know if he was protecting himself, but I think. You know, it didn't go unnoticed that Sneakers is, you know, he's, he's not a complete scumbag. Um, so you met Rich. No, he definitely has has his uh, his boundaries. Yeah, so I met um, Tim and his wife. Mm-hmm. Wagon. And they were lovely. They were early. Uh, that was that was the first the first two people <laughs> that I met was Wagon and B.A. Okay. And so that was that so, was so my what level of drunk welcome was, to the world. What level of drunk was BA by this stage? <sighs> he was fun. He was just he was he was playful and and fun and um, just was really more buzzing around, meeting people and introducing people and um, you know it was before the Blind Mike show was supposed to be happening and obviously that was flop because nobody could actually hear anything i was only seated like maybe two tables back and didn't hear a a single word of it um yeah so that was a disaster but um i also got to meet obviously nipples and his wife uh mcfuss daddy oh yeah he was there super nice dude just just a bunch of really good good people um who else Met Julie. Yeah. Um, Lauren? Did you meet Lauren? And I did meet Lauren. Um, met. We didn't. We didn't actually end up chatting that much that first night, but then we ended up talking um, in the in the DMs later that night, and and we've kept okay, in touch ever since. Comparing so. assault stories was that the <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much like? Am I overreacting? Is this like? Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? What you know? Or is there anything else that we need to do about this? Or mm. is there anybody else? 
like do you know anybody else that we need to be worried about right now um as far as like any ladies that we need to reach out to so yeah yeah that was that was the priority but um, any any other minor fans do you want any other highlights um I had a great Put me time. on the spot. No, I'm not just sure. Saying, I mean, I was just saying, I had, <laughs> I had a great time. I really want to come to a Mita fan event soon. I mean, Joe. Yeah, I met so many people so, and I'm terrible just, with names. So, and that's, no, no, that's fine. That's, my, fine. that's on me. That's so the thing is, um, like, you can get this. So because your husband is into the show, you're really lucky. But, you know, if you say to your partner, okay, uh, you know, all, all my holidays, I want to go to minifan events your partner's gonna mm-hmm. go that's extremely selfish like uh what are we gonna do together so that's the dilemma mm-hmm. i'm in this year you know and yeah so i don't know if i'm gonna make it to a minifan this year minifan event this year um that is that is tough if you're right because your partner still wants to do something fun that they're gonna enjoy yeah. as well but and it I costs think... a ton of money and takes a ton of time for me to come right uh, but you could make, you know, make something great out of it. Um, this going to Plymouth um, is actually going to be a few weeks before our our anniversary. And we actually got married in Boston. Um, so we're just going to go back and, and visit some of our favorite places. And That's right. I heard you say that. Sort of make. Yeah. So well, we're just going to make a little bit. Married in Boston. I love Boston. Um, we knew it was going to be small. And so we just went for, we're not going to create any family drama. If anybody who wants to come can come and, um, they sort of gave them a built in excuse, I guess, but really we wanted to get married in Boston because, uh, we just love history and, I just thought it would be really cool and Dante's Italian. And so anyway, we ended up getting married in the North end and, um, and had just a really great time. So so neither of you are from Boston. No. Okay. We're just crazy people. Well, I mean, what's crazy. Well, like I'm in Australia and and so I think I'm the crazy one. I mean, I guess that would be like you saying, I don't know, just going across the country and getting married in some random church somewhere because you thought it had a cool story. Maybe. Uh, I, I just know, but, but no, 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 not the marriage, but I mean the, the fandom of um, mm-hmm. KMS. Like, so, yes. so how did Dante then find Kirk if neither of you are from Boston? Is he like a Red uh, Sox fan? Or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Um, yeah, we just started listening. He listened to a lot of well, different maybe I should sports ask him. radio for a little bit. But, yeah, you should ask him. I'll find out from He's him. He's unfortunate. Yes, not find now. out from not him. Now. I tried to get him to come on with me, and uh, he's he's feeling under the weather right now. So I don't want him on. I just want you. He, he wasn't my, prepared. I love having the minimum. He's Because the reason I found Kirk in this – ties into um alex rima coming next week is you know I, I really got into baseball at some yeah really got and really got into baseball and then you know got mm-hmm. into the red Sox. this is you know 15 years ago 
and would look for Red Sox podcasts to listen to. One of the mm-hmm. ones I found was Rima did a Red Sox podcast when he was a kid. I don't know if you know that story, but um, no, I don't. When he was like a fifteen-year-old kid, Rima did a podcast, and I think he went on one of the late shows, maybe Jay Leno. I'm not sure. You can mm-hmm. find it out there because he was like this child prodigy doing a a Boston Red Sox podcast when he was a kid. Um, this is, you know, a podcast we're just starting. But that's how I found Kirk was listening to EEI mm. podcasts and then mm-hmm. stumbled on a segment of Dennis and Callahan. And I, for those who have heard the story, I, I apologise, but I think maybe there was a Red Sox segment or something and at the end of the segment, this is in podcast form, Kirk just started shitting on someone. And I didn't know who he was shitting on. I didn't really know why he was shitting on them. I just knew I wanted to listen to the next segment. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that, that's sort of how I got um, hooked on the, the Minahan, the Minahan, Minifans. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, from Australia. From Australia. He, yeah, that is, un, that is unusual. Mm. Yeah, I think he started listening um, probably around the same time you did then because. So it was around 2013. I remember it was around 2012, 2013. He might have been listening longer than you then, actually. Okay, whatever. It's not a competition. No, it's not. Yeah, you stopped talking about it, Julie. uh, When? I don't know. But we got married 15 years ago. Congratulations. Thank you. and I'm hoping one to of the reasons. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Oh, was a Red Sox game that we went to that was just ended up being like one of the best days of my entire life. And so I just wanted to kind of, I guess, uh, keep, keep things going. So, so you went to a Red, set Sox, up on the green. Red Sox game with your mm-hmm. now husband. Was that before you yes. were married? Yes. Okay. That's sweet. Yeah, um, went and we sat. Um, I actually managed to win one of those raffles, oh, where wow. oh, which we've been I've been trying for years to get into, and ended up getting the chance to buy tickets on the Green Monster. So that was really fun, and um, there was a walk off home run at the end of the game. Well, obviously at the end of the game. Do you remember who hit um, it? I don't. I really wish I did. I have pictures. Oh, what a beautiful um, night. I've had some great nights at Fenway Park. It is a magical yeah. place. It is. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right. Well, um, I mean, that's all the show stuff. Anything you want to bring up from the week before we get into the listener questions? Uh, no, I don't think I have anything Okay, I've got one for oh, you then. Do you think okay. do you think KFC is right in saying that Kirk made a mistake with Clemmer? Because I don't know what mistake Kirk made because Kirk never had a full time job for Clemmer, so there was never that option. Clemmer wasn't that self starting when he was with Kirk. So Kirk has never done anything. Kirk, as he said, discovered Clemmer, handed him to Barstool. And that's, that's it. Well, and for Kirk, there's, it all boils down to one thing, which is loyalty. And so having released him really, I think, I think that's really the best he probably could have done for him. I don't think that it was tossing him to the wolves. I think that was kind of letting him do his own thing and find out Mm. what his, his face was. Otherwise he was going to be living in the shadow the whole time anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe KFC thinks Kirk should have just kept Clemmer involved with KMS. Maybe. Now, like, anyway. I would be fine with Chris going in there once a week. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having him. Him and his skinny legs. Mm. All right, let's get into <laughs> listener questions. We've got a whole right. stack of them. We'll start with Big Dog Dave, VD. This is for you. How do you see past Montante's radical far-right extremist views and still respect him? I mean, do, do you respect him, firstly? I do. I think he's a good dude. Um, there is, I have to admit, I don't always listen to his show because there's a lot of things that we don't agree on. Mm. But what I do respect is that he knows when he's being hypocritical and he's willing to admit it. And I, he's always open to having a discussion. And I think he appreciates that I don't waffle on things either. So it's always interesting to have a discussion. So it works. It works for us. Yeah. And what I like about Montante is he can laugh at himself. Oh, right. Exactly. Uh, he's very self-deprecating. Even when, when he's being like. To just about anything. Even when he's being yeah. insane. Um, do, do you think um, maybe you should put Montante on your call rotation list? Perhaps. Like, do you, do you drive to work, for example? I do, but it's not that long of a commute anymore. Well, how long? So I don't really have time to listen to a whole thing. It's well, only about is... 10, 15 minutes. Well, that's perfect to call Montante from the car. Call Montante. Say hello. <sighs> once so once every two weeks. early enough? Okay. Yeah, I mean. I, I, he actually is an early riser because, he, yeah, I, he's not a bum. He, he actually, he's one of those um, people that can, you know, pass out blind drunk. And then wake up five hours later and they're ready to go. Yeah, I figured he would be just entirely a night owl and would need to sleep in. But no, no. Maybe. Put him maybe, on your call rotation. But I don't have his phone number and he doesn't I'll, have I'll give, mine. I'll give it to you. So. I'll, give you I'll give it to you. <laughs> right, so this is from uh, uh, Minif- All right, phone number number one. This is from Lauren. She's given <laughs> okay. us a couple of questions. And Maya say she's changed her profile picture to a photo of her wearing a dress from a wedding she went to last weekend. And again, she looks amazing. Yes, she looked lovely. Stunning looking woman. Um, All right. Um, The question is 420 GV, sorry, 420 somewhere got multiple mentions on KMS. Are they on the rise? Well, Joe, firstly, you went on 420 uh, GVE show last weekend. How was your experience? I did. I I thought it was fun. I thought it was um, um, it was different. But instead of being you know formal formal podcasts and like and this, all that, it was just it was just like you know it was just a hangout. Yeah. So I think being on it might be more interesting, maybe than just listening to it and being kind of on the outside. Mm being part of the discussion, but later in the show, um, there's a lot of other stuff that's going on. So I right. guess it just depends on what, what part you're interested in. But I do. Um, Kirk, being very nice. Being very, you were being so polite, Joe. It sounds like to <laughs> me it was a big waste of time, big fat waste of no. time. No, I don't think so. 
Well, I don't think so. But one clearly, guy, Kirk has it, been listening. No, he hasn't. Was it? Was it? Is it one guy, Tony? I, 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 was there one guy? Yeah. Like he was so annoying. Like that guy. Honestly, they should. If, if Earlier he, he on, should kill he's himself. less. <laughs> Early on, he's less annoying. I, I don't know who he is, but but, but the later it goes, him. well, he gets egged on a lot by the uh, the comments are are live, and so they just keep getting read to him, and so he just keeps stepping up everything but people enjoy it who who enjoys it it's not I hey, mean, people enjoy it don't say that when it's not true no one enjoys it the impressions are not my favorite part let's just let's just say that yeah pat and chris are, are nice guys uh, there's been yeah. a, there's been some thought that they should come on in a fandom and i'm happy to have them on they're, they're I welcome. think you should have them. I really do. I'm sure people should stick together, so they're always welcome on. <laughs> um, but, yes. Uh, so to answer Lauren's question, are they on the rise? I don't know if they're on the rise as so much as the fact that there is not a lot of Minifan content out there. So they have yeah little competition. I will never knock someone for doing it. If they want to do a show Saturday night where they all hang out, you can watch it or you don't watch it. Who gives a shit? I mean, it is terrible. It is objectively terrible, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't do it. And I, I'm glad they're doing it. I mean, if you get a little bit of discussion out of it on the main show, great. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Lauren, next question. Can a parrot speak another another language other than English? Well, Lauren, yes. they can? Yes. How In you, fact, how um, do you know this, Joe? I looked it up. I looked it up because I was interested to like know. It, right? Give it to me. <laughs> so, all right. So, yes. Uh, not only can they learn whatever language so, I mean, having they're being taught. That's why I thought. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I, I guess they can also learn multiple multiple languages. Of course, they can. Because really, all they're doing is just repeating sounds and learning what those sounds mean like like a baby would yeah of course absolutely yeah yeah but let me ask you this all right here we go do you know what a group of parrots is called nope i don't it's called a pandemonium there you go i like it Mm -hmm. i like it very good we have parrots and lorikeets all the time just flying around colorful ones Mm-hmm. I when I was conversing with Dylan, I did drop in. A, there's a lot of cool birds around here, um, and he said he wants to come to Australia to see the birds. I would like to see the birds, not so much the bird-sized spiders. They're they're fine. They're fine. All right. Um, next question: The squid to you. Have you washed your cheek since it was leaked by wagon in Portland? Pretty much, Purell shower just scrubbed off yeah. every bit of skin that i had yeah which is yeah i imagine why that, i probably yeah i imagine that night it was a pretty thorough you know drank some bleach on. yeah inhaled some hydrogen peroxide good. you know good, good question squid uh rosedale why isn't sneakers on i addressed that before uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon uh kms reloaded even if you hate sneaks, how can you deny that Wednesday's episode was better than every other fan episode in recent memory? You hear this guy on the show right now, it's fucking brutal. So I guess he's talking about Birdman. Um, 
Actually, I actually laughed out loud multiple times during Sneak's debut. That's from KMS Reloaded. Which parts? Well, look, I don't think... I would be interested to know. You cannot say that it's better than any other fan episode in recent memory. I mean, that is just blatantly not true. No. Um, It wasn't, as I said before, it wasn't terrible. Once you got, I got over the disappointment, it was fine. I enjoyed the clusterfuck nature of it. But but I can see how if you're someone that likes, if you're a bit of an anarchist like KMS Reload, it is then it would be one of your favourite episodes because it's like you're just fucking throwing this sort of, you know, complete uh, unknown into the chair. And, yeah, but there's no way that was the best episode by a fan in recent no. memory. No, no. But I am, I am... I'm proud of him for going in and doing it. Yes, we all are. I mean, he's just a carpenter. He's not a radio guy. He did his best. Right. Roscoe, this is to you because it ain't to me. Did Kirk end up going with you, with you to the Detroit Bruce concert? Unfortunately, he didn't. So what was the context um, to this? So at on the Friday night um, when Kirk showed up, I did go talk to him and let him know that um, we had extra tickets to see Bruce Springsteen in Detroit. And so said, you know, would be happy to give them to you. You don't even have to sit with us. We have tickets in two different sections. So if you want our floor seats, you can have them. If you'd rather sit up on the side, you can have them. Um, but he said that he had, uh, obligations with his kids that day. So, and that's, that's fine. I mean, he would have had to, to travel all the way mm. to Detroit. It's not in his area. So, you, you and Doug, and, Doug, you know, but no, you know, it would have been, like, it would have been fun. Bruce, no Did, God, you should have offered them to Montante like that weirdo that called in today. <laughs> Yeah, no, I did not, did not. Ended up taking um, our oldest and her boyfriend and no, probably, they, probably they enjoyed themselves and are probably going to be lifelong fans now. So yeah. add, and, add more people to the Bruce world. Are you a, have you always been a boss fan? Um, yeah, I would. I grew up listening to him. So I, I don't know all of the, the deep cuts, you know, every lyric to every song, but definitely was enjoyable it was a great show i i only wish that i was in as good a shape as that man is right now because it was just non-stop he did a phenomenal job yeah i remember seeing i saw neil young and um paul mccartney not at the same time and they were both about 70 when i saw them and i'm and they fucking rocked out and i thought jesus they can still do it at 70 like i hope i'm um, you know, still smashing out Minna Fandoms at 70. Um, all right. So, no. So, Roscoe, no. Kirk didn't end up going to the De- no, Detroit No, he did not Bruce go. Concert. He lied and said he had something with his kids just to get out of the weird conversation. Um, of course. Yeah. And you two definitely – so you're definitely not the swingers. We are definitely not the so swingers. Checking. No. Um, all right. Definitely not. Now, next question. I, don't, I still don't know who it was, but, yeah. We'll find out at Plymouth, maybe. Um, all right. Now, from uh, Big Dog Dave, what are the birds in Australia called that attack people? So this is VD. Um, how much do you know about Australia, Joe? 
a medium amount. A medium amount. Okay. I don't know. Probably. Jesus, what did you do there? I I don't know. Ghost. Okay. Um. So so yeah. A medium amount of Australia. Have you ever been here? I have not. Would absolutely love to go. Have not. All right. So, uh, VD, the birds um, in Australia that attack people are called magpies. There you go. Oh, those are like uh, like ravens or blackbirds, yeah. right? But they're just mean. Yeah. If you walk past their nests, they'll swoop you. They're not the ones that bring you presents. No. So, so back to Australia. Like, I don't think Blind Mike has any idea where Australia is. Like, do you know, if, if I said to you where Australia is on the, the map, would you know? Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much exactly almost. We talking to minifans, right? So, okay, so if you were to, it's fourteen hours away. Yes, from the from the west coast. From from the the west coast, I think it's fourteen hours from flying the east coast isn't it no time zone oh yeah time zone yeah time zone at the moment times yeah. time difference yeah. yeah and you know it's opposite seasons here because we're in a different hemisphere right yes yeah. so you're you're in fall right now which or entering fall which is yeah. my favorite season um so, so you probably are not dealing with all of the uh the pollen all the poland no, nope. um, all the pollen. No, so, so you're yeah, no. you're way smarter than most minor fans. All right, uh, next question. But what do you do at Christmas? Yes. It's it's just a hot Christmas. I mean, here. it's just a hot Christmas. But do you have like a Christmas tree? What kind of Christmas tree do you have? Well, we personally don't. My family doesn't. But people just have normal Christmas trees. Um, you know, we have, but pot. not like live ones because it's so hot. No, you can put a tree in a, a pot with a. Uh, it's not that hot that a tree won't live. Um, it's so you have a hot Christmas, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of Christmas days are barbecues, a lot of prawns on Christmas day, a lot of seafood, beach, going to the beach on Christmas day is traditional, um, a lot of cricket. It's a real busy time for cricket. But it's not like a – you have turkey and ham and stuff as well, but it's not like a – you know, cold Christmas where you're like inside. A cozy family. No, not at yeah. All. But we do a thing here called Christmas in July because mm-hmm. it's cold here in because July. Because that's when it's cold. Yes. And so there's a bit of a thing where you might go into the mountains in July and do a Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Melissa Gorman. Have you met Melissa, another lovely Minna lady? I. I have not formally met her. Oh. I know who she is, and I saw her. Very charming. I believe. Very, yes. Very One of Yeah. I met her, and I, I don't know if Nancy still listens to Minifandom. I really hope she does. But I met this lovely Minifan last summer called Nancy, who she came up to me with her husband in the bar, and she said, you blocked me on Twitter. And I blocked her on Twitter because I thought she was sneakers because it was this account <laughs> account called Nancy. It just everything about it to me reeked of being fake. Like it was too nice. And I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is this is sneakers for sure, trying to troll mm-hmm. troll me. Turned out she was just actually really nice. Um mm-hmm. 
Hope- she was probably so hurt by your, your blockage. Yeah, hopefully she still listens to Minna fandom, but one of the great Minna fans. Um, but Melissa's another one. It's very nice. Hopefully you meet her at Plymouth. Yes, I know. We're trying to um, trying to figure out some some Minifan event that we can do ahead of time mm. um, well, together. The, so hopefully, I'll get a chance to. Oh, before even before Plymouth. No, not before Plymouth, but just at Plymouth before the show. Well, there's that um, the band on the Friday night, and yeah, no exit four. Yeah, that's it. No exit four. They were good. Yeah. I'm sort of like, there's like a podcast conference like two weeks after the Plymouth show. Like if they were a bit closer together, maybe I could like, I don't know, like make a work thing of it. But anyway, I'm trying to move heaven and earth to get there. If you haven't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you just get on a ship now, you could slowly eventually make your way. That's an even worse idea because then I'd be away for longer. Um, That's true. But you could take your whole family with you yeah, my daughter, and make the, it an adventure the, 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 homeschool. The other thing is it's my daughter's last year in high school, so that's a big year here. Oh. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, Joe. You know. It's hard. Sometimes I wish I lived in um, Boston and could just wander into Watertown whenever mm-hmm. Kirk wanted me. All right. So next. Oh, so the question from Melissa was, oh, sorry. We uh, so off, I'm so off the rails. <laughs> off on the tangent. So, you've got me chatting today, Joe. You've really opened me up. I don't know. Excellent. You've got such a nice vibe. You know, you know like the opposite of a Julie vibe, I would say. Um, <laughs> so Melissa said, what do you guys think of Chris Clemmer's legs? Well, what do you think? Well, I think we were taught, we were discussing birds earlier and, that's what it reminds me of. Pigeon. He just reminds me of a, Pigeon. a bird. Pigeon legs. Sort of like those owls that, like, when you see them without their feathers all fluffed up and they're sitting down and suddenly they're really long and these big, thin, stilty things. Mm. I just, I feel like I would snap them like a twig. Yeah. If you hugged them too hard, you know. I've met it Chris seems, and he, seems dangerous. he's very, very, very skinny. And that photo of his, so there's a photo that, so context for those listening, Dave Portnoy tweeted out a photo of Chris sitting down with his legs. And he said, these legs have got given Chris two more months employment. I think he was saying. And Chris says that he's going to just bust out his tank top next time just to uh, extend yeah. his contract a little more yeah and i guess is, there is that sort of thing that the camera does make people look different but when i met chris in person he's actually like extremely skinny like he's this sort of yeah he's just a bizarre looking person so well, the camera what, usually makes you look larger than you are yeah so uh, not the other way yeah, around yeah that's yeah um, all right. Now, Ted Sarandis, he's given us some good questions. Does Sneak's performance make it more or less likely that Hadels will appear on KMS in the future? Um, would, if the question is, would Kirk want to have them on? Absolutely, yes. I, I think he would want to have them on because he finds it amusing. Because obviously, back to the loyalty thing, obviously they have some kind of loyalty to still 
be associated with it in some way and to expend the energy to, to do the hating, which I don't even know if it really is hate. It's just their form of appreciation for them. I, th- I think deep down there's a level of respect. Mm. Look, I think you're right. Kirk and KMS would have them on in the future, but I think most of them are too cowardly to go on. So I think actually... No, I don't think they'll go on. I just think Kirk yeah. would... I think it's would over. Welcome, I think it's welcome over. Them. Hopefully Sneakers goes in again sometime. And as they were saying on the main show, he starts off relaxed and playful. But I think it's over. Mm-hmm. Now, next question from Ted. Where does Julie rank on your all-time Minifan hate list? Now, I'm assuming that's directed at me it's a good question she's right up there she is right up there hmm. I'm, I'm look ted she's I, like i do with the show she's in the top 10 percent of my hate list at the moment um the question do you think she's redeemable everyone everyone is redeemable joe there's no you know i'm i've got a big heart uh, you know i can't deny it i'm a you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter, and <laughs> everyone's redeemable. But you know, it's, it takes two to tango. To be honest, it does. Yeah. Um, this is a question for you. Did you appear? Did you enjoy appearing more on Minna Fandom or on the 420 GBE show? That is a loaded question. <laughs> um, they're just two very different shows. I don't think you can really compare the two. I mean, both, both shows that have uh, fans, um, but they're just totally different different shows altogether. So yeah. unfair comparison. appreciate being on both. Such a diplomatic answer, Joe, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to be in the position of saying you preferred this and making those guys feel bad. I know what you want to say. So I, I can read between <laughs> the lines and listeners can read between the lines. Pat and Chris, great guys. You, you, you're smart. You must do really well in your day job. Um, last question from Ted. Richie Benno, all-time best cricket commentator. How much do you know about cricket, Joe? Very little, honestly. Yeah. Would I like to know more? Yes. Do I know anything? Pretty much no. Uh, look, it's a good a good question, Ted. Richie Benno is probably the all-time best cricket commentator, Australian who worked in England and Australia. And final question from Nipples, who you met. Is Montante the best fan third chair? What do you think? That is a great question. Probably. He probably, he's definitely top 10%. Oh, okay. Um, uh. <laughs> I, I think he is the, the most, the best fan third chair, definitely the most consistent. Um, you, you've probably got now sort of what you've got pecking order, you know, Kirk, Blind Mike, then maybe Mike Monansky, Mike, Man, Mike Montante. So three Mikes to the, yes. um, that's probably your, your top echelon at the moment. Do you think you have a chance if you are not a Mike? It's hard. Like, I think definitely just start calling yourself Mike, even if it's not your name. I think so. Although I think... I think I'm just going to have to be Mike in Ohio or something. But but then there's acronym guy who is a Mike, and I don't think he has a chance. So 
Yeah, I think I think he was better than than he got credit for, but it, it was that was a tough spot to be in. I don't know what happened on Minna Fandom though. Like I loved the call he did um when he shit on Max and stuff, but he was just a bit it's a bit temp I don't know, he seemed a bit I don't know what happened to him in fact. We didn't get the best of acronym guy, but he's always welcome back. Um, but yeah, I think you're right, Nipples. I think Montante is close to the best fan, third chair. Um, shame I can't have a shot at the title. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that was it for the listener questions. Um, we're, you know, we wrap up all the shows with a tribute to Red's parents um, with what have you been watching? Um, before we get into that, I just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the Mother's Day, Thank all you. the mothers out yeah. there. It's Mother's Day this weekend in Australia and America. So I hope mm-hmm. you're getting spoiled, Joe. I hope all the other broads out there are, are getting a day off from the kitchen and the, the chores and um, getting looked after. So, yeah, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everyone, and hopefully you won't have to plan your own day. Yeah. Oh, what are you getting? That's a, all we want. What, what is do you, to not what have you do, to play what, in the day. What are you going to get? What are you going to get up to? I don't know yet. It's going to be a surprise. Uh, my children are up to something, and it's it's killing them inside to not say what it is. Okay. It, all I know is that it's something that I can either do with them, or that I can let them do. But that has I don't know. It has something to do with. I think it's probably crafts. Okay. All right. I imagine in Ohio there's a lot of like crafty stuff to do. Wholesome stuff. Yeah. Nice stuff. Well, you can see the crafty things. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what there is to, to do here. Nice. I mean, we've got a zoo and, and things, but. Sounds lovely. Well, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Eat lots of nice food. Put the feet up. Appreciate those horrible kids of yours. Um, and then, okay, what, have you been watching anything interesting? We are behind on succession. Okay. Mostly right now, though, um, is The Dozen. I watch The Dozen. Oh, I hate that show. Big, big fan. Love it. What? Um, That's the I first do. fucking time anyone has ever brought up The Dozen in the segment. So really? well done. Uh, yeah. Jeff no, Lowe. absolutely love it. Chris, Chris Palmer's best mate. We have, um, basically we just, we play sort of play along and keep track of, of what our score is and try to answer as many questions as possible. Dante takes the sports questions. He's got a weird brain that just traps in there somewhere, random knowledge of sports. And then pretty much anything that's food related. That's, that's me. And then we sit there like idiots looking through our hands, trying to figure out the celebrity mashups, but we, uh, or terrible at that. So that's definitely our weakness. Food, though, apparently. Oh, yeah. Food and brands. What a, what a household. Yeah, KMS, Dozen. Seems so We're much fun. Super weird. Super fun. It is. I think it's fun. I'll meet you and Dante one day. I hope you do. Um, what have I been watching? Well, I've just been on a very, very, very focused Star Wars rewatch where I am. I think I mentioned this. Maybe I mentioned this last week. Maybe I didn't. But I'm. I'm maybe I didn't have time. But I'm. I'm rewatching Star Wars in timeline order with all the shows. 
So it's it's a big job. Um, and I'm sort of that is a very big job. Halfway it's... through Rebels at the moment. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, jeez. Well, Empire Strikes Back is the number one. But the prequels have really grown in my... I've really... My appreciation for the prequels has really grown. Since I've, so I've been really watching mm -hmm. a lot of the Clone Wars and, uh, you know, a lot of Rebels and... You know, when I watched the prequels this time, I really liked them. Like Jar Jar Binks didn't even annoy me. Um, Revenge, no. Revenge of the Sith was next level. Like if – are you a Star Wars person? I am a Star Wars person, but I still find Jar Jar so annoying. Mm. He's so annoying. But like the, the stuff – like if you watch the Clone Wars cartoon and then you go into Revenge of the Sith, like it just – the whole thing is just so much more powerful. So, yeah, I'm just on this, like, every night I'm just watching, like, three or four hours of Star Wars, you know. And does your family like it as well, or is that a solo mission? Solo mission. You know, my family, I don't know about you, but, you know, I've got two teenagers, so they they don't need – they've got their own screen, so they're whatever – you're watching YouTube. Um, mm, and, yeah. and my wife likes Star Wars, but on this rewatch, this is a, a solo mission. Um, so it's been pretty good. I've been also doing a bit of, like – like Solo, the movie, it's not one of my favourites. I put on a film commentary uh, podcast mm -hmm. that you could listen to while you were watching it, and that sort of made it more bearable because they were really enthusiastic about it, so you could kind of sort of get your excitement levels up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but look, it's a fairly thorough re-watching re of Star Wars. That, so that's all I've been watching. That's all I've got for the listeners this week. So I hope Red's parents are into Star Wars otherwise. Maybe they'll have to um, hit the Netflix they've recommendation. They've seen them all. Yeah. I mean, they've got Eternity up there, so um, they don't need to rush. No, all the extended cuts. Yeah. It's a good plan. All right, Joe, we'll have kept you for far too long, but thank you for spending your Friday night on Minna Fandom. A any, anything else before I let you go? Um, it's the no, note. I don't think Sneak I have anything else. Notes, straight to them. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, I'll be back next week, I think, with another minute fandom, hoping to catch up with sneakers at some stage to do the man behind the sneakers. Um, you know, be it'll listening. be a special event. Look, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about a show together. Um, you know, he hates it. I love it. Um, let's see what, what, what magic we can make. Sounds like pure gold. Well, Joe, great to meet you. Uh, you know, I'm sure everyone's going to love this, you know. You, you, no doubt there'll be some people that, you know, want to have their opinion on your appearance. Just remember, it's all coming from a good place. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, and it was, it, it was quite enjoyable. Thank you.
with missing audio, yup, discover. Too happy to reveal Steve's blunder. He enjoyed blowing Steve's cover. This guy is prolific, Jesus. Oh, yeah, quick. Kirk handed Steve a suspension. Got a lot of grief for it in his mentions. <laughs> Steve could have gotten off easy. Just done like Blind Mike and said he needed therapy. <laughs> <laughs> he got fucked by a man down under. <laughs> Who thinks Steve's a motherfucker? <laughs> Called him out as a show scrubber. <laughs> Replaced by another I heard some news today An Australian man was found slain <laughs> Adult was found by the body Said nobody can fuck with S.E. <laughs> yeah, he fucked up a man down under. 